Welcome back, everybody, to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Chase St. Clair. I hope everybody's doing well. Let's start. I know it's been a while. It's been a while, but I'm back. All right, let's start off. Let's catch up. <laughs> obviously, a lot of news out of Ukraine and Russia. I don't like doing it, but it's obviously there. So let's talk about it. Putin to officially declare war on Ukraine, Mr. Official says. So Moscow's formal declaration of war on May 9th, marking the victory day over the Nazis in World War II, allowed Putin to mobilize more forces to fight in Ukraine. Under Russian law, Russia continues to unleash rockets on Maripol as EU readies sanctions on Russian oil. So, why would they do that? Why would he officially call it a war rather than calling it a special operations? Well, according to the officials, Putin would use the symbol of Victory Day to either further escalate Russia's hostilities towards Ukraine or declare war since currently Russia's invasion is described as a special operation. Such a declaration could potentially strengthen public support for the invasion. It would also allow under Russian law to mobilize and draft more reserve forces, which, according to officials, Russia, Russia desperately needs to do the heavy losses of Russian army as he suffered in Ukraine. Oh, well, he needs more bodies. According to Ukrainian and Western estimations, at least 10,000 Russian conscripts have been killed since Russia invaded February 24th. Meanwhile, Russian forces fired rockets in circle at Steelworks Ukrainian southern port of Mariupol, that's Ava, Azov steel plant, and thick swells blackened the sky at the plant, where the officials said there's about 200 civilians trapped despite evacuations. The attacks followed UN-bordered, brokered ceasefire around the complex that allowed several groups of civilians to escape Mariupol's last holdout. Ukrainian fighters in recent days is not merely clear fighting was prevented or more evacuations. Mariupol Mayor Varam Boychenko said he had hoped the first column of evacuees would reach the Ukrainian-controlled city of Zaporizhia on Tuesday, adding that more civilians were trapped in bunkers and tunnels under the complex and 10,000 remained in the rest of the city. With that said, so the Russian forces, instead of cutting off the steel plant, are now charging it. The deputy commander of the Azov Regiment is holed up in the Azov steel plant in Mariupol to confirm that the Associated Press that the Russian forces have started to storm the plant on Tuesday. The move comes after two weeks after Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered its military not to storm the plant, but rather to block it off. Block it off. As the reports in the Ukrainian media, the huge steelworks, the last holdout Ukrainian resistance city, otherwise controlled by Moscow's forces, was being stormed. I mean, that must be one freaking like bunker that they have that there's continually bombing and that thing is just standing still standing (laughs) they're still alive still fighting the fighting off the russians who are like trying to take the plant and they're just all holed up there it's still it's like impressive like how long they've been in there all right so japan and germany are growing japan and germany are growing closer eyeing russia and china Japan and Germany have begun to explore how they can play a greater role in global security landscape, especially Russia's invasion of Ukraine rocks the world. Japan has been increasingly strengthening its relations with key European countries, especially in the security realm over the last decade. This is uh, from Horning, who specializes in East Asian security and U.S. policies in the Pacific. This includes Germany, not quite the same pace or level as Japan ties with France or the U.K., Horning pointed out the summit between Japanese, oh, then Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo 
Shinzo Abe and then German Chancellor Angela Merkel as a turning point in bilateral ties at meeting. So unlike 2014, 2022, Japan and Germany are really stepping up their activity to counter Russia actions, predicting the war will lead to a gradual acceleration of strengthening security ties. Which, at the end of the day, does not work for China. China does not want more countries bonding together, especially in Asia Pacific. All right. Another news out of another news out of Japan is Japan and Thailand are agreeing to a new defense deal. On Monday, the new leaders of sorry, the leaders of Japan and Thailand announced a new defense agreement and plan to increase their economic relations. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida Kishida was wrapping up the last leg of his three nation tour of Southeast Asia and Thailand. Defense, hardware, and technology would be transferred from Japan to Thailand according to the deal. All right. That's all I got today. Thanks for listening to Indiscriminate News Network. Uh, I know if you're probably listening to this podcast, you're probably keeping tabs on everything around the world too because that's what interests you. Um, yeah, let's hope let's hope that war ends soon. I hope it ends soon because that is freaking terrible. We don't need that shit. 2022. All right, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye.